And now, The Mentors, one of the most popular and unique shows on the radio today. Each week, one of our four remarkable CEOs, including Tom Lord, John Phillips, and Rick Brutico, will challenge your thinking about life and work. Sought after for their success and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor. Hi, I'm Tom Laurie, your host for today. Are you thinking of a career change and want to attract corporate recruiters or search firms or just expand your personal network? With over 560 million professional members in over 200 countries, LinkedIn is the answer. It offers you unlimited opportunities to build and nourish profitable relationships online. Getting people to pay attention to you on LinkedIn is like being featured in the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times and it is free. Have you avoided using it? Are you on LinkedIn but have have attracted very little notice? Does your profile attract people and get them to like you? Does your profile speak to your target audience? Do you tell a story of what value you bring to others? Are you interested in mastering it? Well, today I will be joined by Lori Beth Pearson, and we will be answering these and many more questions about the use of LinkedIn for career advancement. You can go to TheMentorsRadio.com index of shows to hear a second show with Lori Beth on the use of LinkedIn for building your business. Lori Beth is a LinkedIn expert, a LinkedIn trainer, and a speaker and coach. She has taught over 1,000 people in 76 countries on how to use LinkedIn to generate leads, expand your network, sell services, land jobs, and build strong connections. She ranks in the top 1% of the most viewed LinkedIn profiles. She has helped people like you rise to the top 1% of the most viewed profiles in their network. Welcome, Lori Beth. Well, thank you for having me today. This is wonderful. Well, this is a show that I've been looking forward to for some time. Uh, LinkedIn is something that I am very big on, and I know its value, and it's been frustrating to me uh, as I talk to many, many people, and they say, oh, I don't do that, I don't use it, uh, you know, I, it's too much work, whatever. So I hope today we can communicate to people why this has such great value and how it can be used. So let's really cut to the chase and start right with that question. Why should someone have a LinkedIn profile and what is its value? Well, it's it's a great value. I mean, as of today, there are close to 560 million people on LinkedIn. And, you know, some of the stats are pretty cool. So there's 61 million senior level influencers on LinkedIn. There's 40 million decision makers. There's 10.7 million opinion leaders. There's 6.8 million C-level executives and 3 million MBA graduates. I mean, that's just a little part of the statistics. Every second, two people join LinkedIn, which is pretty awesome. So anything and everything that you do, you know, if you have a business, you should be on LinkedIn. It's the only professional website out there, social website. And it's doing so much better than Facebook or any of them now. If you're in business, you need to be on LinkedIn. Definitely. The value is... We're, outstanding. We're going to talk about yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about the personal profile and its value, which uh, certainly represents your career experience and what you've done to date and so on. Uh, and I, just in the, let's talk for a minute about the value in a job search or career change. Well, if you're going to do a career change or you know, you're looking for a new job or, you know, anything that has to do around jobs, you have to look at your profile because I'm, I'll guarantee you that 
whoever is hiring you is looking at your profile on LinkedIn before they even look at your resume. I had a client that she just redid hers, and the first thing after the interview, she called me and said, I can't believe it. They didn't even have my resume. They had my LinkedIn profile. I'm so glad I took your advice and redid my profile. So you have to think, this is the first thing that, you know, people are going to see who are hiring you. So what does it say about you? Do you have a a recent picture? Is your picture professional? You have to go through and look at your LinkedIn profile and know that you have everything that you should have on there. If you're applying for, you know, a certain type of job, then your experience section and your summary section should read towards the type of job you're applying for. I mean, LinkedIn offers so much, and if you just utilize it the right way, it's going to bring you huge amount of benefit. Now, I uh, have been working with people that are in transition since uh, 2001. And I really do push uh, LinkedIn for people that are in transition or people seeking a career change. And maybe you could just talk a little bit. It's my understanding that companies and search firms, uh, as you said, they find you and they find you before they see your resume. But also there's a need to have an internet presence and LinkedIn gives you that internet presence. Uh, maybe you could comment on that. Well, LinkedIn does give you that um, internet presence where, you know, it, Google picks up with it. So if you put your name in Google, your LinkedIn profile is going to come up first. And so you want to have that presence on LinkedIn, but you don't just want to have, you know, a sentence in the summary a sentence in the experience section, and not really say anything. You have to think of LinkedIn as your personal brand. Your profile is your personal brand of you. How are you branding yourself for companies to see you? You know, you wouldn't go in and flip-flops for, you know, a job that in a corporate society. So the same thing with LinkedIn. You want to put your best foot forward and show the value that you bring to your new employer. What is it that you know? You know, you have to tell them what value you're going to bring to their company. And how does this differ from a resume? A resume doesn't tell about you. A resume is, you know, I've done this, 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 and this. LinkedIn, with your summary section, you can tell more of a story of think who, what, when, where, why, and how when you write a book. You're going to tell people who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you do it. And by telling a story, it's so much different than a resume. You can be a little more personal on LinkedIn of who you are. So when we come back, we're going to get into the details of building your profile and how you can use it to make sure it communicates your brand. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. My pillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632, 1-800-890-6632, and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now. Imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work. No commute, no traffic. You set your own hours, full-time or part-time. Your choice. Supplement your income, replace your income. It's up to you. Hopeinacan.com can help you get there. These aren't empty promises. When Catherine, a popular hairstylist back east, became ill and needed different work, she became part of the Hope in a Can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. 
Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll-free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE. That's 855-921-HOPE. Or go to hopeinacan.com. That's hopeinacan.com. Hopeinacan.com. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. I'm Tom Laurie, and we're talking with LinkedIn expert Lori Beth Pearson about the magic secrets of LinkedIn to grow your connections and your business. Lori Beth, we just finished about the value of LinkedIn being found on the internet, uh, and you talked about the summary section. I'd like to talk briefly about uh, the experience section where people list all the different things they've done uh, and get your take on how, what are some of the keys to writing the experience section? Well, writing the experience section is, you know, kind of hand in hand with the summary section. So the experience section, you have 2000 characters to tell your story. Use the space. But when I say use the space, don't do one big, long paragraph. Break it up and say, you know, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And you're, you're telling the story within the experience section. And like I said before, it's your brand. How are you branding yourself? You know, you want to have completeness with it, definitely. You know, you just don't want to do one sentence and just leave it because then you're not telling people really what value you bring with the experience section. Same thing with the summary. And on LinkedIn, you can be a little more personal than you would be in a resume. So with your experience in your summary section, you also have to think keywords. How am I going to be found? If you're a project, uh, you know, uh, product manager, project manager, if you're a CEO Whatever you are, you need to put those keywords within your summary and your experience section so that you can be found within the search. So when people go to search for you, they're not going to, if you're describing yourself like you do in your resume, they're not going to find you. But if you put words in where it's SEO optimized, they're going to find you. And when you say yeah. SEO optimized, what do you mean by that? For search those that don't understand optimized. that. It's search engine optimized. So you're putting keywords in. So like for me, I put in LinkedIn trainer, LinkedIn expert, LinkedIn coach. So when somebody goes to the search bar and they put in LinkedIn coach, LinkedIn expert, LinkedIn trainer, I'm going to come up because I have those words within my summary section, within my experience sections. So you want to put in, I know that they have the skills section, but this is something, you know, totally different that you put in your summary section and your experience section is keywords that you want the recruiter to find you for. And what do you think about writing in the third person or the first person? I have a very, um, I'm very adamant about this. <laughs> you write in the first person. And the reason why is the third person, it's not like you're being presented for something. This is you. They call it a personal profile for a reason. It's your personal profile. So it needs to come from you in the first person. Plus, that makes you so much more approachable than somebody that's written it in the third person. It's like, you know, okay, maybe they're on here, maybe they're not. LinkedIn is, you know, where you can be approachable. And anybody can send you a message. So by writing it in the first person, you look more approachable. Understand? I do. I, uh, I've i got to change mine. I, I, I know you looked at my uh, profile. I've got to get it back in the first person. So, and the picture complements all that, too. How important is the picture? You know, you have to look at a photo. And <laughs> the thing with one of my courses, and I show all the no-no photos. So... Your picture is so important. 
you want a recent picture so it looks like you. So when you come in for an interview or you meet somebody for coffee or, you know, you're meeting them, somebody, they don't think it's your, you know, from 20 years ago. It needs to be who you are today and represent you. But some of the no-nos are stay away from sunglasses. Um, you know, I know they look cool sometimes, uh, but not for LinkedIn. Stay away from pictures that you're at the beach and you're just like this little silhouette or you're in your bikini, not appropriate for LinkedIn. If you have pictures with your animals, unless you're an animal trainer or a dog walker or, you know, you're a jockey with a horse, then don't put any pictures with animals in there. Um, you know, just make it head and shoulders, you smiling. You don't have to be in a suit and tie, just comfortable for whatever position you think you're going, you know, for. And never be a group picture. Yeah, it looks kind of cool and you're all, you know, holding each other and it just doesn't look good and it's not professional. So I'm telling you, a regular picture that you're looking straight onto the camera and not down, don't look down at the camera because then it seems like you're looking down on everybody and you want to be approachable and smile. It's that simple. And I want to skip back to where we were a few minutes ago talking about experience and uh, for those for those who are just tuned in, I'm Tom Laurie. You're listening to the Mentors Radio. Today we're speaking with Laurie Beth Pearson about the magic of LinkedIn to grow your connections and your business. In the uh, Laurie Beth, back to the experience section. Uh, this high idea of telling a story. Now we're in the first person, and we're going to tell a story. And um, it's been my, at least my belief that. For instance, if you were to go to my LinkedIn experience section, it's not in first person, it's got to go there, but I talk about less about how many dollars I manage and everything else, but I talk about why I was asked to come into the company and the position I did, why, why was there a need for somebody like me, and I tell the story about what I did while I was there. And uh, I want you to comment on this, and then I... What I try to create in terms of creating a brand, and this gets at the whole idea of what's the brand you want to communicate, which reflects what you're really about, is that I'm a problem solver. And I believe if you were to read through my LinkedIn profile, you would see that I am exactly that, a problem solver with simple to complex uh, problems. Maybe you could just talk briefly about that telling of the story and it's not just I was in this job managing X people or whatever, but we really want to get across the power of the story. Right. I'm just pulling up your profile as we're talking here. And yeah, you do. You want to tell you want to tell a story of, you know, what you can bring to that company. So by you telling, you know, you invent you in um you help this company by doing this, this, and this, that's great to use. As long as you don't do so many I, I, I. Some people look at the experience section and they just write, oh, I got this award, I got this award, I got that award. And it makes it so much about them where it should be, you know, like I said, and what you've done is how you can help them. So, yeah, if you've developed this or you've done that, you want to say all of that. But you also want to tell, you know, how you bring the value. Do you understand? Yep. Well, I, uh, because of this group I've worked with for 17, 18 years of people in transition, uh, it's, and because of what I do for a living, uh, I know that every job that's open is there because there's a problem. And I know myself and other CEOs, when we're out and about, we meet people and they start telling, you know, we, we're not looking for filling any jobs or anything, but we meet people on the airplane or whatever, and they start telling a story about something. And in that story, you really learn what that person's all about. And you may match that person to a job you have, or maybe down the road, it brings up uh, them to your mind as other jobs start to open up. So I, I really want to push this uh, concept of the storytelling uh, because it's what people remember. They do. They will remember a story. And if it's told right, you know, it's going to bring it back to you tenfold by telling a good story. Yeah. The, the story is really uh, 
and, and, and I think what you're getting at is make sure the story is told in a way that it shows what value you bring to other people or to companies, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, instead of saying you won all these awards, you know, a story is so much memorable, definitely. We're going to take another break. We're with Lori Beth Pearson. We're talking about LinkedIn, and we'll be back in a minute. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Join the hundreds of thousands of Samaritan Ministries members who are faithfully sharing millions of dollars in medical needs each month. For more information, visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. That's SamaritanMinistries.org. Are you struggling with how to practice your faith at work? Get answers to your questions and much more on the Catholic Business Journal. Focusing on careers and business with a Catholic perspective. That's CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. The Catholic Business Journal, generating a return on principle. CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. CatholicBusinessJournal.biz. This is a church, a church that might be like yours, with beautiful stained glass windows. Through the years, time and weather took their toll, so the people in this church went online and found Willethauser Architectural Glass. Willethauser did a free inspection and evaluation of the church's windows. Then their craftsmen, with over 120 years of stained glass design and restoration experience, brought the church's stained glass windows back to life. Willethauser.com. There's a new book out that will open your eyes in ways you never expected. It's called Bully of Asia by Stephen W. Mosier, a critically acclaimed author and internationally recognized authority on China. In Bully of Asia, you'll find insightful and timely commentary on the economic and geopolitical rise of the People's Republic of China. You'll learn what China's aspirations for resurgence and hegemony mean for America and the free world. Bully of Asia is a must-read for anyone concerned about China's growing power and influence, and the threat of an increasingly aggressive and militaristic China poses to Western democratic values. To get your copy of Bully of Asia, go to bullyofasia.com. That's bullyofasia.com. Find out why China's dream is the new threat to world order. Bullyofasia.com. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. I'm Tom Laurie, and you're uh, coached for the day. We're with Laurie Beth Pearson talking about LinkedIn. There's more information on today's shows and past shows on the web at TheMentorsRadio.com. That is TheMentorsRadio.com. Laurie Beth, uh, before we went to break, we were talking about the power of story and telling a story of what value you bring to others. And I, I, I know we've got some more to talk about. Uh, what is, what is it that you have to add to that? <laughs> well, one thing I would add to that, Tom, is that you have six seconds to capture someone's attention when they land on your profile, on your LinkedIn profile. Are they going to stay? So you have to look at that and say, okay, does that, what does the headline say? You have 120 characters to tell people what you do and what value you bring to them within that headline. And then LinkedIn is changing over how your profile looks today, where some it's being slowly rolled out, where some of you will see your profile picture to the left. Some of you will still see it in the middle like it's been. But 
soon, everything will be to the left and it will look a little different. So you'll see the first three lines when you look at somebody's profile. Are those two or three lines telling me, are, are there enough information for them to stay on your profile and read it? You know, and these are st- statistics that, you know, people say you have six to nine seconds. It just keeps getting shorter and shorter, the span, to keep somebody's attention. So just within that, you know, are you going to pique their curiosity to keep reading? So what are some examples of some good headlines? Well, <laughs> you know, to I guess to capture them like mine, you know, it says, do you spark your prospect's curiosity? Well, okay, if you are a sales coach, you could say, you know, have you made $100,000 this year? If not, you know, something like that. Give them a call to action of, to, you know, why to stay on your profile. So this would come at the top of the page as part of your headline. You, right. So you right? have your headline, which you have 120 characters, which right. you need to sum up your professional identity, you know, in a short phrase. But you also have to tell them what you do. So if people just write CEO, how do I know how that's going to help me if you're just a CEO or if, you know, you're a nurse or you're a realtor? Are you a specific realtor? Do you have a niche? So if, if you're in a specific niche, you niche should down and tell people how you help them. You know, if you do loans for people and, um, you know, you help them in a certain way where when a bank can't, when a bank says, no, I have a client that has one, I'm just trying to remember what, what it says. When a bank says, no, he's there to help you to get your loan. So you have to think of catchy phrases. And one is the, you know, you have 120 characters. If you're on your cell phone, you used to be able to add up to 244. I don't know if LinkedIn caught that yet or not, and they fixed it. (laughs) But you used to be able to put more than 120 uh, characters on there. So, yeah, that's the most important. And your first two to three sentences. So you have to spark. So if you start that sentence off with, oh, I'm a three-time award-winning Emmy, blah, 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 and it's all about you, they might not stay. But if it's something how you help them and you speak to their pain, how can you help them? What is their problem? You know. Yeah, I know when I was going back and retooling this some years ago, I added to my headline, the first thing you see is bringing entrepreneurs and technology to life. And I can tell you after I put that headline on there, I got people from all over the world contacting me who were inventors or entrepreneurs, because as you look through my profile, you see I'm a healthcare executive uh, looking for help on how to bring their whatever to life. So I, I get it, and I know it works. Definitely. You know, the one, I just found it. Assisting small businesses with make-sense loans. When the bank says no, it's time to call us. You know, so businesses, well, but LinkedIn being a business what, uh, you know, networking site, people are going to see that and say, wow, you know, I, the bank did say no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this guy, you know. In case you just tuned in, I'm Tom Laurie. You're listening to The Mentors. We're talking with uh, Lori Beth Pearson. Are you leveraging LinkedIn for yourself? How many people should I connect with on LinkedIn, Lori Beth? Well, the sweet spot is if you can have 500. LinkedIn stops stopped counting at 500. And there's a myth that you should only connect with people you know. Okay, let me put it this way. If you have a networking event and you walk up to somebody and you don't know them, would you walk away or would you look at them and say, I don't know you, I can't talk to you and walk away? No. You would want to meet them. LinkedIn's the same way. It's a 24-7 online networking site. LinkedIn can be like winning Monopoly at Monopoly, having Boardwalk and Park Place with hotels on it, you know? It's, it's an awesome place to find business. Uh, if you want a new partner, you can find a new partner there. There's so many things you can do with LinkedIn. And when you connect with more people, 
you have to think of it as the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's not your first connections, but it's their connections that can that you can reach, which would be your second degree connections that open up so many different things. So ask your first ask your first uh, degree connections to introduce you to some of their second degree connections. And yes, if you see a synergy with somebody that has sent you an invitation, by all means connect with them. Or if you see somebody that you're doing a search for that you want to connect with, tell them what the synergy is and connect with them. It is a social media networking site. The word social is in there. You need to be social. Don't be standoffish. So at a networking event, you want to meet new people. And same thing with LinkedIn. You want to meet new people and you want to participate. It's about reciprocity. Liking, sharing, commenting, you know, with, with your connections. It's, it's what it's about. It's being social. After the break, we're going to come back with Lori Beth Pearson, an expert on LinkedIn, to talk about how you can help people to know, like, and trust you from the moment they land on your profile. In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. Last year, McGraw-Hill apologized for calling slave trade immigration, and a popular world history textbook devotes a full chapter to Islam and Muhammad, but only a few sentences to Christianity and Christ. Recent federal testing shows students are far worse in knowledge of U.S. history than in math. Only 12% of high school students are proficient in U.S. history. Today's history textbooks not only fail to engage, they favor political correctness over true history. This is a serious problem that has a far-reaching impact on our culture and our future. What are your kids and grandkids learning? At CatholicTextbookProject.com, you'll find fresh, accurate, engaging history textbooks. Used in Catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses, these textbooks are highly praised by all, even award-winning secular university professors. Go to CatholicTextbookProject.com to find out why. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Join the hundreds of thousands of Samaritan Ministries members who are faithfully sharing millions of dollars in medical needs each month. For more information, visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. That's SamaritanMinistries.org. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. This is Tom Laurie, and we're with Lori Beth Pearson, who is an expert on the use of LinkedIn, talking about how you can leverage it and speak to your target audience. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at TheMentorsRadio.com, and you can find all of our show notes and all past shows with three free links and giveaways at TheMentorsRadio.com. That's TheMentorsRadio.com. Uh, I, I probably have another 50 questions for you, but I know we don't have enough time for that. So <laughs> I, we could we could probably uh, one question that comes to mind real quick, though. You know, you see these um, skills and experience and people uh, check on that on what you have. How important is that? Skills, are skills experience. and experience. Yeah, it's very important that. That's another thing when it comes to SEO optimizing, right? So people are going to find you by your skills. So it's very important ah. that you put the skills that you want to be top of mind for. I would say at least do 12 skills. I mean, I tell people, my clients, I have them do at least 25 to 50 of what their job encompasses. So if you're in sales, then, you know, 
you definitely want to put sales. It's very, very important because it comes up on the search results. So if you're applying for a job within LinkedIn, it'll pick up your skills. So if you send your resume through LinkedIn, it, it, it sends your, you know, your profile and your resume and it'll pick up on the skills that you have on there. So it, it is important. Yeah. It's, it's very important. You know, people used to go and endorse people just willy nilly right and left. And, um, you know, <laughs> it used to be a big thing, but now you kind of have to hunt for the skills. LinkedIn took away, you know, where it used to be on top and asking people, Hey, do you want to, you know, recommend them for this scale or this scale, but they are important. And now LinkedIn has put it in different categories. So you have your industry knowledge, you have your interpersonal skills, and then they have other skills. So there's three different categories that LinkedIn blocks them in. So yes, LinkedIn skills are important to put in there. So if you're in real estate, you better sure have real estate in there. If you're real estate financing, then make sure you have real estate financing in there. If you do investment properties, I would put investment properties. You know, if you're a mortgage lender, you need to put mortgage lender. Or you're a sales coach, you know, whatever it is, you need to put that on there. How important are recommendations? Recommendations are huge. It shows that you have done something that is worth mentioning. And especially if you're looking for a job, people are vouching for your character. So find somebody, you know, even if you can exchange recommendations, um, I would I would suggest getting them and also making sure that they're current. So many people have had recommendations from 2012 and then they go to look for a new job in 2018 and there's all those years that there's no recommendations. So then you have to go back and ask. Always remember, if you don't ask, you don't get, right? <laughs> yeah. So on the recommendation section, for those people that aren't familiar with the profile, you'll see there are there's a section where other people can recommend you and you have the ability to accept or reject it after they write the recommendation. And what right. Lori Beth is suggesting is that you may want to recommend somebody else uh, to do it quid pro quo so they do it for you. But uh, it gives others that you've worked with an opportunity to talk about your um, the things that you do well. Uh, what about uh, adding th what about adding things like uh, volunteer work? Yeah, you can add volunteer work. And just one more thing with the recommendations. When you give somebody a rec when you ask somebody for a recommendation, don't use the canned response that they have there that LinkedIn sends. Add something. Tell them what you want to be recommended for. And if it helps them, tell them that you'll write something up and they can change it a little bit and make it there. So make it easy for people to give you a recommendation. There's also um, a couple sites that are LinkedIn recommendation generators. They help you, you know, write your, your first part of it, kind of gives you a base, if you will, and then you can change it up from there. So recommendations are huge, and you should at least have three of them on there. So I'm sorry, your, your other... Nope. You're well, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the education section. There's an area, too, where you can fill in your education degree, dates attended, and other societies. Absolutely. and, and volunteer, right. Right. And, and the question I get a lot is, um, because in the transition group that I work with, I deal with a lot of people who are 50-ish, uh, 60-ish, and they go, wow, should I put my, uh, should I really put the date I graduated on there? Should I put all my jobs on there? I, I certainly don't want to be viewed as being too old. Uh, maybe you have some experience with that and can talk about that. I get that a lot. I really do. Um, what I tell people really, it, it's how you feel. Um, if you want to put the year that you graduated and it's older, a lot of people are keeping that off now. It's something that I've seen a trend just really over the last couple of years where people are deleting the years that they attended college because they believe that it's, you know, working against them. And, you know, I hate to say it, but there seems to be some age discrimination. I've seen some of the, um, you know, the posts on LinkedIn and it's sad that you see that and, 
you know, some people, when they see, some recruiters do, you know. I can't say that I don't want to go against all recruiters, but I've heard some stories that because of age, and so that's why people have left off the years that they graduated. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can also tell from experience if somebody's older and they go back to, say, you know, the 1960s or 1970s, I would say go back 10 years. Some people have to well, go back 20 years, you know, if it's relative to the job that they're looking for. But, you know, go back 10 years and see what you can do. If it's only one position and you want to show a second position, then, you know, go back with that it, if you want to go back 15 years. So to now, answer your question, yes, a lot of people leave off when they went to school because they, they think it goes against them. But then they walk in the door and somebody sees they're older than what they think, right? That's the problem. Right. Well, at least then they, you get in the door. And I would also add that, you know, use LinkedIn to really tout what your value is going back to the beginning and make it overwhelming. And, and with that, I know you can publish on LinkedIn. They have a section for publishing articles and that's, I found to be pretty clever and a very uh, interesting as well as you can upload uh, presentations you've made on SlideShare. So there's a, many ways for you to show your talent and talk about who you are in line with what your brand is. But in particular, talk a little bit about the publishing aspect of LinkedIn. Well, the LinkedIn publishing is LinkedIn Pulse. And they have millions of articles that are put out every day. And I was trying to remember what one of the statistics was. I mean, there's 562 million people that there's only so many people that actually post on LinkedIn each day. If you want to become an expert in your niche and your industry, then you need to start posting and telling people. It gets back to the value. How can you help people within your industry? Do you want a certain job? Talk about what you know and post it and help people. So posting on LinkedIn, whether it's an update or a post, is a great, great thing that you need to do. And when they started that years ago, you know, people were reluctant to do it, and now more people do it. And there's, there's ways to make it work. There's magical ways <laughs> that I like to say. But Pulse, yeah, it's, it's a perfect place to show you're an expert in your niche. I'm with Lori Beth Pearson, an expert on LinkedIn who trains individuals and companies to create a more powerful social presence on LinkedIn. When we come back, I'm going to ask Lori Beth about the three questions she gets most often about the use of LinkedIn. I had like memory foams, I had feather pillows, and I'd always wake up with neck pain. After sleeping on my pillow, I didn't wake up with the headaches, I was more aligned. I didn't realize the connection between the pillow and sleep. When I switched to my pillow, I got a better night's sleep and I love it. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and it holds that support all night long to take the pressure off your shoulders and keep your neck aligned so you get the best night's sleep of your life. My pillow is machine washable and dryable and comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and an amazing 10-year warranty. Plus, every my pillow is made in the USA. I personally guarantee that my pillow will be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632 and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now. In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. Last year, McGraw-Hill apologized for calling slave trade immigration, and a popular world history textbook devotes a full chapter to Islam and Muhammad, but only a few sentences to Christianity and Christ. Recent federal testing shows students are far worse in knowledge of U.S. history than in math. Only 12% of high school students are proficient in U.S. history. Today's history textbooks not only fail to engage, they favor political correctness over true history. This is a serious problem that has a far-reaching impact on our culture and our future. What are your kids and grandkids learning? 
At CatholicTextbookProject.com, you'll find fresh, accurate, engaging history textbooks. Used in Catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses, these textbooks are highly praised by all, even award-winning secular university professors. Go to CatholicTextbookProject.com to find out why. There's a new book out that will open your eyes in ways you never expected. It's called Bully of Asia by Stephen W. Mosier, a critically acclaimed author and internationally recognized authority on China. In Bully of Asia, you'll find insightful and timely commentary on the economic and geopolitical rise of the People's Republic of China. You'll learn what China's aspirations for resurgence and hegemony mean for America and the free world. Bully of Asia is a must-read for anyone concerned about China's growing power and influence, and the threat of an increasingly aggressive and militaristic China poses to Western democratic values. To get your copy of Bully of Asia, go to bullyofasia.com. That's bullyofasia.com. Find out why China's dream is the new threat to world order. Bullyofasia.com. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Hi, this is Tom Laurie. We're talking with Laurie Beth Pearson about maximizing the use of LinkedIn to build networks and to build your reputation. Laurie Beth, we've covered a great deal of material, and I know we probably could do two or three shows on this. There's just so much to talk about with regards to LinkedIn and the power of it. To close out this segment, could you just address the three questions that we haven't covered uh, that you get most of the time when you're out giving talks and working with people? <laughs> sure. Let's see if I can do this really briefly here. Um, I guess one of the biggest questions I get is, you know, I'm on LinkedIn and nothing seems to be happening. What am I doing wrong? And so I'll look at their profile and I'll say, well, let's, let's take a look at some things. You don't have this filled out. You don't have this filled out. Are you given a call to action? Every summary and experience section needs a call to action. Why are they going to call you? And if they're going to call you, why don't you have a phone number on your profile? People miss getting a, a number, putting a phone number on their profile or an email address. I can't tell you how many people have lost job opportunities because they didn't have a phone number. I was looking for a uh, photographer for one of my clients and I needed a photographer really quick within a couple of days. And it took me 11 people to go through to find one that had a phone number. It was crazy. So yeah, um, when people say I'm on LinkedIn, you know, and nothing happens, I look and say, okay, what are you doing? Are you connecting with people? Are you liking comments and sharing on other people's posts. People can see your activity on your LinkedIn profile. So whether you're being nice or mean, they're going to see that activity on your profile. If you've said something nice or you said something derogatory with a comment, it's on your profile. So you have to be forward with LinkedIn and actually go and participate. So I tell people, go and find one story a day that one of your connections wrote that resonates with you. Like it, comment, and share it. You wouldn't sit at a networking event and just put your thumbs up and say, hey, you know, you would like and comment. You would just, you're not going to like it, but you're going to talk to people. So let's think reciprocity. The more you help, the more comes back to you. Uh, another question that I get, should I have free LinkedIn, or should I have a premium prescription uh, uh, subscription, and why should I pay for LinkedIn? Well, for most people, you can get away with a free LinkedIn membership, but if you bump it up and you do the business membership, which I think now is like, I don't know, $59.99, there's some different prices out there you can find. You get in-mails. You get to see the last 90 people that viewed your profile, which is huge. Um, your emails that you can send to anybody if, you know, you want to meet somebody. I would say 
if you're going to use it and you're going to be on LinkedIn, then pay for it and try it. You always get 30 days for a trial before you try it. And that's within a year's period of time. So if you're looking for business or you're looking for a job, I would say, yeah, go for it. And, and there's a job one that you can do too that is a little bit lower. I don't remember the price at the, at the moment, but you still get in mail. That you can send to, you know, some of the people within the company. So that's a that's a second question where LinkedIn or or sales. And then the other part of that is what the heck is Sales Navigator? So Sales Navigator sits on a whole different platform from LinkedIn. And it gives you it gives you more options to search um, for different types of companies, how many people are in the company, what's their name within zip codes. And it's pretty cool. If you're going to use it, you really need to learn how, how to use it. And once you're in sales navigator or you do LinkedIn business, you get LinkedIn learning, which you can take all of these courses to learn how to use sales navigator, how to use, you know, LinkedIn. There's benefits to it. So, that's kind of the second and third question there. And, uh, you know, after you've invested the time, you got your profile up and everything, how much time should you be spending on this uh, on average during a day, just keeping things up? At least 30 minutes. You know, if you could do 15 in the morning, 15 in the evening, and get the mobile app. The mobile app is going to help you. When you're five minutes standing in line at a store, go on and like somebody's, like, comment, and share somebody's uh, article that they wrote. Well, it's hard to believe, but we've run out of time, and this has been very informative. Uh, Lori Beth, thank you very much for joining us today from San Diego. We will post uh, Lori Beth's website at thementorsready.com. I'm Tom Lori. We've been talking with Lori Beth Pearson, an expert on LinkedIn. If you like what you've heard and you want to share it with your friends, or if you've tuned in late, you can hear the whole show, get show notes, links, and more at our website, thementorsradio.com. That's thementorsradio.com. We will look for you there. Join us next week at this time for the next edition of The Mentors. Until then, on behalf of Rick Burtico and myself, be all that you can be and keep the candle lit for those who struggle in the darkness. It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. To get more information about the program or a sponsor, to download a podcast of today's show, or to leave a question for our host, go to TheMentorsRadio.com. That's www.TheMentorsRadio.com. The preceding program, copyright CBJ, LLC. All rights reserved.